0: Hello, I'm Tyler Davidson. Um, welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. We're here at MPIWEC 2019 in Toronto and uh, talking with some folks uh, from MPAT, um, a very important effort um, within the meetings industry as as well as, uh, I guess, affiliates in the tourism industry um, to address a really heart-wrenching and, and important problem. Um, so why don't you guys introduce yourself and then uh, tell us a little bit about the organization and what you're up to here?
1: Okay, I'm uh, Carolyn Poole and I'm with uh, Meeting Professionals Against Human Trafficking. So I'm on the board with them and we're a grassroots organization that started up about two years ago, 100% volunteer-based. And most of us are, well all of us are in the meeting planning world, uh, either as planners or suppliers. And our mission is to spread word about trafficking in our industry and to spread awareness and to be a resource for people to come to for additional assistance as to what steps to take to stop it from happening in their organizations and in their
2: hotels. And hello, I'm Michelle Fortuelli. I'm here today with Tamia's Cause. It's a survival-led organization um, under a social enterprise. We are here today under our umbrella of Tamia's Market. It is an employment program locally in Ontario. Uh, we so we employ um, survivors of human trafficking. Um, they make bath and body products uh, organically, local sourced um, products, and all proceeds from our sales go back to paying their salaries, but out to actually giving back to grassroots organizations that are getting victims out and turning them into survivors.
0: Uh, both uh, wonderful causes and related. And um, one uh if you could just describe maybe the, the scope of the issue um, and then maybe uh, what people can look out for and also how they can perhaps uh, join the cause if they're interested.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, it's the scope is global. Um, here in Toronto, however, um, that's where our organization started, and it's actually it's a, it's a hub uh, of where a lot of the trafficking um, happens. But the cause has kind of gone global across the hotel world, across the meeting planning world. You've got um, companies such as you know Merit, Marriott rather and Hyatt, uh, Fairmont Hotels, Accor Hotels, all joining on board um, to to go against the cause. They're all signing what's called the code through ECPAC which basically uh, commits to training of their employees of what signs to look for when you're in hotels. Um, Our organization, what we do is we actually go out to a lot of corporations as well, and uh, to the meeting planning divisions, and educate them on signs to look for. Because ultimately, when the planner is in a hotel or in a a property somewhere, if they're kind of watching for signs and watching for things that don't look quite right and reporting it to the hotels, whether it's to the front desk or to security, um, Um, it stops um, it it helps stop the uh, events occurring so um, signs to look for actually you probably would be a great person to talk about things like that when you're in the property
2: yeah so there's a lot of red sign uh flags to look for upon a property so if you're looking for individuals, these individuals can be males or females if they come to your property and they're checking in with a, a very little baggage um or a lot of baggage for a minimal stay so if they have uh, you know two huge suitcases and they're staying for one night, anything that just like out of the ordinary in that form that's can be a red flag um if they're dressed inappropriately for the environment, either their clothes are not up to par of the environment or if they're very very little very little scandalous clothing. Um, it can go further. More if you're getting constant requests for extra toiletries or towels, that can be a red flag as well. Um, what we're really seeing is that be, to avoid um, paper trails, that hotels that allow cash deposits, it's really, really um, enticing to traffickers um, if you if you allow cash deposits. So if you see individuals that are always coming, making to your property um, and are always paying in cash using that pay, a cash deposit that's another huge red sign anytime you see one of these red signs it's always best to report and make a paper trail these paper trails are key um, investigations and getting and charges and convictions to this crime and stopping it from happening we don't have a lot of statistics we still need to prove that this is happening and unfortunately i have not come across as a survivor myself one single property that in toronto that if this is not happening at um, a lot of hotels have gotten on board by doing key cards in the elevators the great deterrent Um, and I love seeing that right here in Toronto so a lot of hotels have gotten on board and we're seeing those changes and traffickers are paying notice blocking sites that advertise these services in the hotels not allowing them there that's a clear indication that you are not a hotel that allows traffickers and the traffickers will not want to Um, traffickers love hotels with conference centers coffee shops restaurants anywhere they can go unnoticed it is not your low budget motels it does happen everywhere but it is not it's at your four-star, five five-star hotels as well. There's not one property that's not untouched by human trafficking.
0: And how do you think, uh, you know, meeting planners can watch out for this? And how should they communicate to the facilities about the importance of this uh, to their organization uh, coming in?
1: You know, the thing is, is that the meeting planners are usually the ones that are up late at night, they're handling the functions, they see a lot of what's going on. And we actually had a story of one planner that was staying at a local Toronto Hotel, a convention hotel, gone back to her room really late at night, and the room next to her, for example, she kept hearing the door opening and closing constantly throughout the night. And it dawned on her that what might potentially be going on next door was basically different people coming in and out and entering the room as as the person was being trafficked. What she probably should have done that night was immediately call security because if you can catch it at the time, security, you can complain that there's a noise complaint and they can go up and check on what's going on in the room. In her case, she didn't because she didn't know at the time exactly what she was looking for. She reported it the next day again to security, but by that point, the guests had checked out of the room, so they really couldn't do do much. So, really, the key is is the minute you see something that looks unusual, report it to security. Don't go after it yourself. Don't go and do anything yourself, because not only could you be putting yourself at harm, you could be putting the track the victim at harm as well. But I think it's kind of looking for those unusual signs. You know, you could be in the elevator, and there could there was another story of another meeting planner that was at a big convention, and she was in the elevator, and saw three young girls get onto the onto the elevator. But unlike most 14, 15-year-olds, they weren't on their phones, they weren't laughing, they weren't talking, they kind of had their heads down. They, uh, They didn't, they just looked out of place and they all stepped off at the same floor and all went into three separate rooms and she watched them so she reported it uh, again to security never heard what the follow-up was but it just looked unusual so that's kind of really what you're looking for it's it's i think what people don't understand is, is these are not prostitutes these are not people that are going out on their own soliciting in the bars necessarily at night these are people that they're not making any money off of it they're being held captive in one of the rooms um, and you know their signs are a little bit different they're not going to be outgoing they're not going to be chatty they're going to be very quiet going to be very different right than what you would normally see as a young uh, as a young adolescent or or teenage um, teenager so things to watch for again is that all those types of signs anything that looks unusual when you're out looking at the front desk you might see somebody check in that doesn't look right looking on your floor if you're on your floor and you keep hearing a lot of noises and people coming and going in your room next door report it but report it to security
0: and I think you mentioned uh, you are getting some uh, buy-in from some of the major hotel chains like Marriott I think you mentioned are you finding or is there a move that meeting planners uh, might even uh, demand that their facilities sign the code and participate?
1: Yep, there's quite a few. Actually, one of the things that meeting planners can also do is actually ask questions right on your RFPs. So you can ask two simple questions even. Um, are you familiar with the code and have you signed it? And what kind of measures do you have in place for training uh, in regards to human trafficking? So asking those questions right off the bat makes the hotel kind of go, wait a minute, what's, what's happening with this? The other thing is you can put clauses in your contracts Um, Hyatt as a brand actually just announced a clause in their contract saying um, that they are committed to fighting against human trafficking you're gonna see start to see more and more of that and I think as planners by asking the questions making it a part of the process, making procurement get involved and ask the questions, make sure that they have things in place, and deciding if that's a hotel that you actually want to book. If they're not doing something about it and they don't have any initiatives in place, you can make those decisions. And we're we're seeing more and more of, of corporations doing exactly that.
0: And to tell me more about Tomea's market, uh, this really seems interesting and it's something that meeting planners can get involved with and perhaps, um, you know, purchase these for amenities at their conference? Are you finding the
2: that? The Hyatt has been one of our, our super big supporters of getting us out for corporate and client um, events and gifts opportunities. Um, we've been so lucky to be invited here with MPAC and, and be included in this with them. Um, we The support of the community is what has brought us here to success. We have um, over 10 local girls working for us on a part-time basis right now, receiving employment as well as peer support and mentorship. Um, it's a safe environment, and without the support of every everybody in this hotel and meeting industry, we would not be here today. We've had a great turnout, great support, and we can't thank everyone enough for your efforts. Um, all proceeds go right back to our cause. We are a grassroots organization giving right back on the ground, so we can't thank everyone enough for the support that we've received here so far.
0: And how would people find out more about Tamiya's Market? So we
2: are available online at www.tamiyasmarket.com, all um, our information is online, and we do have an online store as well, and all our products are available to order online.
1: And actually, um, just on another note, um, both Tamea and Michelle are going to be speaking at the Canadian um, FICP conference on the Monday um, over as part of a TED Talk series. So they are actually the guest speakers. So if anybody's attending FICP uh, this August and you're a corporate planner, you can come and learn a little bit more about them as well and what the cause is and what community um, Professionals Against Human Trafficking is also doing.
0: And I know I've written stories about MPAT, and um, I know in Toronto you've really had a lot of support from the local uh, law enforcement community, which is a a very uh, successful, uh, you know, a very uh, good success story. Um, But um, there's also, I'm sure, efforts in the United States and probably in other countries too. So how would uh, meeting planners or just anyone interested find out more about the organization and how they can help?
1: Yeah, we do have a website. You can go right onto our website and reach out there and reach out to us directly Um, in terms of any volunteer opportunities. I mean, we've grown from just a couple of people to I think we've got over 40 people now volunteer-based. And we're even getting other people in other cities say, how can we start up a similar type of organization? So we can certainly help with some of those steps as well and give some um, guidance and support um, on that mission too. So if you go onto the website directly, you can look us up.
0: Wonderful and then um, do you find uh, that you're even maybe breaking into just other non- industry conferences um, to educate those folks?
1: I think so yeah we're doing we're doing a number of things one of our um, one of our groups actually just goes out specifically that does education and goes into various conferences and talks about what the mission is as well.
0: And I hear there's an interesting uh, software program called Traffic Cam and uh, where people can take pictures of hotel rooms and uh, through the wonders of modern technology, they can help identify rooms where uh, people may have been trafficked. Um, So tell us more about that.
1: Well that's exactly what it is. So it's um, if you get the app and you download the app, it's called uh, Traffic Com or Traffic Cam and uh, what you do is is every time you're traveling as a planner or as an individual and you're staying in a hotel room you take four pictures of your of your room and you download these pictures and what happens is is that the police are able then to, to take those pictures and add them to their database and they're able to identify where some of these um, trafficked um, victims are just based on the pictures that they're seeing coming in from other hotels.
0: Well, great. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's wonderful work that you do, and uh, everyone in the industry is very appreciative of it. Thanks Thank much. you. And thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. Shot uh, or taped live here at WEC in uh, 19, 2019 in Toronto, and uh, we do have a wealth of other podcasts available at meetingstoday.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for joining us today.